You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Shalom. This is On Principle, Challenges in Jewish Education. And I am here with my somewhat semi-almost co-host, Rabbi John Kroll of Salanter Akiva Riverdale. Um, John, you know, I've had a hard time finding people coming on the program to talk about the challenges of Jewish education. They're definitely out there. Um, and we haven't heard from you in a long time either. And as we stand here, like in this last couple of days before Yontif, um, I am sure that uh, in one way, I guess you're ready to to let the kids go, right? There's probably, they're not, no school Thursday, right? No school Thursday, Wednesday's last day. And they're all, you already have a number a much higher percentage of kids are actually out of school zooming this week, uh, you know, participating from home out of uh, fear that they might get COVID in school and they won't and, be able to have a sedan with the grandma and grandpa. Oh, uh, because that's, that, that is a reality based on the fact that grandma and grandpa have gotten uh, vaccinated and we're not really that worried about them. Correct. And also, you know, right. Kids don't want to, have to kids don't want to have to be quarantined from the rest of their family or forever, whoever it may be. Um, once you're getting close to Pesach, they'd rather just be safe. And, and uh, I, I don't know if the numbers are there, but from what I'm hearing just by my walks, when I take Dolly for walks on the street, is that many people ha- are opting to go to Florida and other climes uh, uh, for Pesach. A lot of people in your school, also some of the parents, they are planning on, on escaping. Some of, the, some of the parents, for sure, including this parent who's speaking to you right now. <laughs> I figured as much. Going to Florida. Again, I, I but, and, 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 it's, and it's, part of it is that I need a break from COVID, right? In a way, although you're going to another form of COVID there. <laughs> Listen, I mean, but the, the uh, I don't think, I, th- I think that the general attitude towards uh, COVID um, safety in the state of Florida in general is probably a little bit more relaxed than you have up here in the Northeast. I think there are pockets in certain communities that are taking it a little more similarly to the way that they're doing in, uh, in, in here in the New York, New Jersey area, but generally it's a little more Certainly, you know. So you're going, and many of the people are going. They feel like they need the release. Are you going because it's just it's going to potter your 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 wife from no, cleaning? I'm going, I'm going because my in-laws are there. I'm going to have, I haven't I haven't had like a meal. I haven't had any. I haven't seen my kids. Haven't seen their grandparents in a real way, other than like at a backyard distance in a while. Now, in my it happens to be very fortunate that the in my family, the eleven of us who are going to be there, nine of us are fully vaccinated. And the two young children who cannot be vaccinated yet or not. So, yeah, again, this, and, and it could be, you know, we talk, you know, we're going to be talking about it a little bit later, but it might be that Florida and, and, and was it Ron DeSantos? I think is he the, the, the governor there, Ron DeSantos? Ron I think. DeSantis, yes. Yeah. So it could be that they're, the way they have been um, handling things is more scientifically valid than the sort of what's going on here. I, I again, I'm not a, a, an epidemiologist. Yeah. But I don't believe it's anti-seichel. I just think that, you know, I think over here, you know, there's a different Minaga Medina. Hamar Medina is a little bit different. But I think that's part of it is also is that, uh, like you say, people want that escape. They want to go. And, and, and in a way, this Pesach, I guess, unlike last year, 
where there was this panic, I think. Yeah. Uh, and there was also maybe the sense that this panic is going to lead to the Geula. I think this is finally like a, a sigh of relief, Pesach. Yes, I think that's right. Last Pesach felt much more like Shibud Mitzrayim. This year it feels a lot more like you, you, you feel like the Yitzhiyas uh, Mitzrayim in a much more profound way this year. Last year it was uh, you had to manufacture it. This year, you know, feels like there's been a shift. Hopefully this shift doesn't go back to being, you know, just uh, we don't go down downhill from here, but like definitely feels like there's been a shift in the whole kind of like attitude and culture with all the vaccines, 2 million vaccines a day for sure. Yeah, you know, and, and, and you know, I think always when we send our, our kids out for Pesach, um, you know, you've heard me speak about this in some of the other uh, platforms that we've had and some of the other programs that there seems to, of course, be you know, a special, a very large emphasis uh, in our schools to pack our kids with, uh, you know, with plenty of different Torah. You know, I've I've used your packet. Uh, um, we've all talked about uh, the two of us have talked uh, often, maybe even last year when we did the on on principle show, we talked about the Dalit Bonim and the, the different uh, ways of viewing things. My point, though, is is that you you sort of don't just, you know, it doesn't peter out like the end of the year. You actually, you, you pile it in this last week, right? You, you The last two weeks, you've been piling a lot of stuff about Yontif, Pesach, sort of like reading the kids to be, especially your, your high schoolers, to almost be the leaders at home uh, of the, the different... Goal, the goal is that there should be no... That uh, we should avoid the trope of the father who laments at the seder. I pay all that tuition, and I don't, and all I get is this crummy, like you know, half-baked vartora. I want my, I, I want the kids not just to justify the uh, you know, tuition payment. Yeah, and, and, and which, which also so sometimes results in where you know it becomes, and I've talked about this uh, as a forum for for the kids to maybe to be speaking as opposed to the kids listening and absorbing from the home, which is obviously what Chazal understood that the sweetness of and the richness uh, of of learning from your father and learning the ideas and and absorbing the ideas really becomes a time for. The home to be a place for the for the school, as you say, to show what it's all about. It's, it's I'm not sure, as you say, it's a gadot or not. Uh, <laughs> also, on the other hand, you know, I, again, I, I don't. Uh, You're not so worried about it. I don't get. Uh, yeah, it's that I don't get. Uh, I don't get too upset about the fact that this is not the kiyum of he got the bincha of the bonim are talking to the father. Okay, that's the way. That's the way that uh, kind of like. You know, yeah, I, well, I do think again. I'm going to push back on that because I don't know if it's going to. I don't think it's going to change, but I do think it. It, it really stunts the 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 power and the energy uh, of of of. You know, listen. You know, we we live of, of a patriarch, and again, it doesn't have to be slamming the kid over the head with the idea. It could also be the father's creativity. I know. Yeah. I know parents that are extremely creative, especially, it doesn't have to be, I have this beautiful drash in the Dalit Banam or a beautiful drash in, in how the, and how the, the drasha works. But rather, I'm going to get dressed up like Paro. You know, in other words, the kid comes in and, you know, the parent yes. puts on a play. The parent and, and, the, and the parents can create an ambiance, which 
I think is 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 powerful and meaningful, and I think that's stunted when when you know when when the kids come with their. If it just becomes a show and tell, then you're right. There's something that is uh, very much missing. Do you um, do you feel that uh, you know? I know when we were uh, when I was an SAR so many eons ago, um, you know, we had a uh, um, we had a chagiga and stuff. Uh, was there any talk of having some sort of chagiga no, or anything? But that's no. because of COVID. You can't have any. Can't do anything. Can't do anything. We're all excited because we have tentatively planned, actually, with a um, at the end of May, right around uh, Memorial Day weekend, we've tentatively planned a like a Shabbaton retreat for a few days with our seniors, um, which is basically operating on the at a, at a camp at a camp um, for the Poconos, um, operating on the assumption that you know seems we have an increasing number of students who are already vaccinated and continue to get vaccinated. We think it is likely that the, you know, could be even all of our seniors, just about all of them will be back. So then there won't be, then you could, even following the CDC's guidelines, you would masks. be, you could take off the masks and have a normal uh, senior retreat someplace. Yeah, they deserve it. This is, these kids have really been, their junior year and their senior year have really been just like a different, uh, different animal. And I and I understand from we were talking before we started recording that there's an interesting way that uh, many of the senior kids are getting vaccinated. Why don't you talk yeah. about that a little bit? A very interesting thing. A few months ago, there's a kosher food pantry in Riverdale um, looking for a place to be housed, and it was uh, it came to us to see whether or not we had some space in the building. And so, you know, really win-win situation. We have kids in the building now who are learning about have the Chesed organization like this. We give, we have kids packing. There's, there's like tremendous amounts of food being delivered. This is like state funded. Met Council um, is really is working. This is like a tremendous amount of food every week. We are bringing boxes and boxes to those who uh, need some support um, in areas of the Bronx. And so our kids are packing the boxes and delivering the boxes. The New York State guidelines came out a few weeks ago saying that food. Um, food pantry delivery uh, workers are able to get vaccinated. So I'm just saying, so it it happens to have been a, you know, perhaps it was coincidental increase in volunteerism amongst our seniors who wanted to kind of volunteer to um, deliver food packages. We had a plant, we had a lot of kids who were doing it before, but we had even more once it became, you know, uh, uh, an opening for getting a vaccine. And it's wonderful because, you know, here where I'm uh, here in Elizabeth, there is a number of uh, options for that. But generally, the people have to come and get them. Uh, and- well, it's interesting. Kid, listen, kid said to me, what do you think about this question? Kid said to me, a very honest, um, you, know, uh, you know, ethically upright young woman came to me and said, like, you know, she hadn't been delivering. And, you know, she feels like it would be wrong, she thinks, to deliver so that she could get the, you know, get, be able to, you know, kind of get the vaccine. What did I think about that? I said, listen, I go, this, this is like a, I don't know, we need people to deliver. You will be, I, if what motivated you, what, ideally, it would have been better if you had pure motivation, you just wanted to do it only because you wanted to help people. If this is what's spurring you to do it, again, it's, you're helping. Poor people, people who need food will be getting their food faster because you're doing this. 
don't like spite them because you feel like you want to have pure intentions in your why you're doing the food. I delivery. thought maybe she was worrying about taking, getting, a, jumping in line for the vaccine. Maybe that's yeah. what she was worried that, about. That, that, no, so that also was a concern. And um, so this, 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 this but, but, up that, that people, people who are doing this should be getting the vaccine. I, th- I, I see really nothing uh, objectionable in the least about it. Yeah, I would say even on the second question, um, we're not talking, you know, the vaccines are out there. Yeah. And I think that, you know, they, it isn't being done like this, this triage situation where, right. oh, because you went first, someone else didn't get. They, like there's thousands of doses that are being thrown out because people aren't showing up and for their they, appointments are getting scared. Triage because you don't have enough ventilators. This is basically... How are we going to manage? Like it's it's like you know what it's like it's like we have a smorgasbord and everyone's running at the buffet at the same time. You want to like space it out a little bit. That's more what's going on is spacing out, not because there's a shortage. A hundred percent. And I think again, you know, you know, especially now with the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, and and there's so much. So I would say that she wouldn't have a problem. But I think it's also great, as I was trying to tell you before, that it's you know a little bit more Martin Besser than other places where the person who's needy needs to show up. Um, and I think the fact that the, the, the students are learning a little bit about what that means, the interaction, I think by some, they probably just ring the doorbell and leave the box there and, and stuff, which, you know, which obviates the need for the vaccine, but still, <laughs> I think that's part of what they're learning in terms of actually chesed be a dime. Uh, there's, you know, you, you, you can talk a great game, but when the kids are actually out there sweating and doing the type of uh, chasadim and, and, and really feeling good about themselves, uh, that they, they can make a difference in people's lives. Uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I think that you know, we talk about the silver lining, I guess, uh, of, of what the past year, and I don't know how much longer it is, but the silver lining here. And I think that um, you mentioned before we started recording, you thought there might even be a lot of educational benefits that, that you've been able to, to now I, use. I've developed a much deeper appreciation for how Chazal use Zeras, different Isurei Drabonon, um, in ways that I'd never previously had thought about. When you see how public policy works in terms of health, public health policy, it's basically an eye, it's like, you understand you understand the abundance. It's like I remember many a bunch of years ago, many many years ago, my first year in YU. I remember the, the learned uh, Bates on that year, and I remember I remember somebody said, I think it was, maybe it was with Moshe David Tendler. I heard say at the time that you know Bates is the best masechta to learn to develop a good appreciation for how the Rabbanans work, how gazeras work. That's like I remember him pointing that out again. This is this is probably 30 years ago, I heard him say that. Now, I feel like the whole business with the all of these policies you make here, it's like you get, you see how you have to try to get into the mind of how the people are going to react. It's not necessarily, you know, what is kind of in some kind of pure, ontologically true kind of way. It's like, how is how does policy interact with like the homonam, the man on the street, the, the way human beings make decisions. And so like, I get why, even if you're vaccinated, you have to wear a mask because, you know, low plug, because it's really bad if people aren't vaccinated wear masks. And it really doesn't matter. I suspect that some of the scientists may end up saying if you're vaccinated, whether you wear a mask or not, but I gather that you can't really say that 
because it's a low plug because otherwise the whole thing is going to fall apart. Things like that. It's like I, you understand kind of how Chazal may have made exeras that you, at first glance, a kid might say, ah, why did he, why did he do this? Why did the rabbi say this? I think we can look at how public health policy has worked regarding COVID and it gives sometimes, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting sort of like, you know, framework where you could sort of understand it to help you understand more how, how Chazal works. I agree 100%. I think that, um, I think it's also, yes, and we know that what most people bristle under, and you could even say the Jewish people bristled under, according to the Medrash Tanachuma, they didn't want to makabel uh, all the takanas that they knew they were in store for. You know, they could say Nasev and Ishma on Teresh right. But Teresh Abalpeh and the Xeris and Takonos, which are so uh, wide, wide ranging and in many ways uh, are incomprehensible and should, there should be exceptions which aren't allowed. Um, you know, you're right. This is a, a, a way to, to bring that home. I, we've all had students that have struggled with so many Isuri de Rabbon, whether it's keeping the second day of Yontif or being Shemer Negiyah, whatever the Takanos were that, that, that we, and we tell them and we show them the rabbinic source, there's this, uh, uh, yeah, they bristle. And maybe this, uh, this can, re- in a way, it, it, it still might not speak to their Yetzirahs in the same way, but it, it still could explain the Chazal knew what they were doing. But I think there's also... Chazal is like, as like sort of like designers, architects of like public health. It's like a different way of thinking about how it's not like rabbis who are afraid to be, you might be over and over. It's like, how do you want to shape kind of public health? If you see, if you see Shemir Samitzvos, it's like a public health measure. It's like a very interesting, I think a different way of well, thinking about it. I think it's also important to understand and you, where to be makele. In other words, to understand yes. that this is really oh. part of the lay plug, and here Very where we much. can, and 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 Very really, for instance, like again, when we have in a in certain policy things, there's um, you know there's a medical team that makes some decisions about policy matters at at school, and there is you know, again all the doctors and the, their parents you know from people know how to you know some know how to learn and you know they're you know they're very you know sensitive to to you know kind of like Torah ideas it is not an uncommon sort of uh, situation where the phrase of like you know you can't be in terms of like COVID policy in other words, like I remember, like for instance, there was discussion about how many, well, this is back like circus time, how many people should you allow to come over um, to people's houses? But people are looking for guidance. How many people can come over to your homes? So you know, is, is there a rule? Is it, is it really, like, is it two? Is it three? So the truth, if you're, if you're masked in social distancing, what, what's the guidance from the school? So I remember you know, some people said, like, you know, it shouldn't be more than one. Like, you know, listen, one kids kids aren't going to if you if you say you can only have one person over they're gonna have four or five people over so they said you know what you're probably right let's say it could be a maximum of four you could have i don't i don't remember what they said if it's if it's total of three or a total of four then that's something they'll be more likely to have three than if you tell them they're only have one they're probably gonna have ten you know that's kind of like those cheshbonos of like you know making a xerosh is what goes into public health also. Right. Very interesting. 
hundred percent. And but as I was saying, also to realize what what is only a humra and what isn't. And I think, especially when you talk about uh, what you were just even saying about um, you know the 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 immediate possibility, but since we can't explain that, we can't tell the hamoin <laughs> all the protein. But the people that know sometimes have to know to be makel within their own lives. Yeah, and I think that's also something in terms of masking and and, and what they're what's going it's on. Borrowed right now to be to make a distinction between you know in New York State if you are vaccinated or have had COVID and you come from a another state when you're traveling you do not need to quarantine or test right but if you come from overseas you do what's what's what why if you're if you're vaccinated and you came on a plane from you know, uh, uh, Mexico, you're... Uh, right, if the vaccine works, it works. And if it's, if that means you haven't picked it up and the chances of you giving it over... Again, again, does it make sense? I don't, know if, I don't know why it makes sense, but, you know, there, there are some, you know, foibles like this. I'm not really sure to understand, but... But you're right. This, and I think we can teach our students the same way they, they have, I'm sure, in SAR, uh, great respect for... The CDC, great respect for doctors. Hopefully, this will help students across the spectrum, as you say, if the teachers yes. know how to apply this. Greater respect for Takonas Chazal and. There's and, a Fedoro also. I mean, there's a, there is a, there's a, there is, I think, an appreciation for that there's a system of how you have to have decisions be made and how you have to respect that system. Tell me the uh, you know we 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 talk about um, you know coming out. Uh, we've been I think we probably have had in our on principle program we probably had a lot of uh, discussions about you know lessons COVID where we've gone and what's going to happen. Well, so as I said, COVID has been everywhere. Um, we want to extract ourselves from it. Uh, on the other hand. Um, I think that you know, the, the, this last year, I think, has probably taught us how little we are uh, really in control. And perhaps that is also something that, you know, you mentioned about Chazal, but I think ultimately the same idea of, of the Rabotrol really um, being Poyo Nisim. I think that the, you know, to me, the, the creation of this vaccine in this record time uh, and everything about it is really, you know, if, if you ever, when we talk about Nisim and Eflos, Yad Chazaka, Vizro and Etuya, I think that, that we can point to, to the Chachma of human beings and understanding how this virus worked and the intercommunication of, of, of labs all over the planet in terms of sharing information, understanding, I think you really need it's a Pella. It's, a pella. it's really right. It's a combination of understanding the biology of 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 inter of instantaneous communication, the ideas of of marshaling energies. When we speak about you know that, I think is something where we need to talk about the nifloyus. Of, Listen, of what you, you and I had a conversation um, the, as the, is just several minutes before the polls will open in uh, the state of Israel. 
And it's quite possible that by the time this is aired on the, you know, your popular podcast platform, that the results will be in. And it's possible that Bibi Netanyahu would, with all of his uh, kind of world crumbling around him, may secure a victory. And it would all be due to his co his uh, vaccine procurement. You know, the fact that he's able to put Israel as the number one country in the world in getting vaccines for its people. You know, it's like, they're, they're, it's a big deal. It's, it's, it's really, it, it has changed. I get it. I, I feel, I do feel that there's something um, miraculous about it and inspiring. And as you said, that the fact that scientists, once the Chinese scientists gave the, uh, had, had sequenced the, uh, you know, the, the genes for, for, for the genome for this thing. It, it, it totally, they shared it with the whole world and everybody's working on it together. There's something very, something very beautiful about it. A hundred percent. And I think that, that in years to come, when people point to the Nisim Vinifloyas that we were able to accomplish through the Rabbi Shalom's Chef of Chesed, despite, you know, those terrible images of death. And in that way, I think that we can perhaps get ready for what the, the ultimate uh, Nisim Vinifloyas that we hope are due to come. Well, John, that's about it. I hope that uh, we will be able to talk on the other side. Enjoy the sun and fun. Uh, I know that uh, you're going to be having a, a lot of nice runnings on the beach in the morning, I'm sure. Um, enjoying that, that, that sun and waves. And I am, once again, so... I wouldn't say I'm so jealous of you, but I'm I'm, I'm happy for you. And thank you. thank you. I'll be careful. I'll look out for the sharks. So be careful. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, think about it. There, there. Take care, everybody. We'll catch you. We'll catch you. Catch you soon. Be well. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 